Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Always wanted to hear the real deal when it comes to fitness, health, nutrition, and physical well-being? This is Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted by Tasha Makia. Really they don't pull any punches. You'll only get the truth about how you get healthier, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And now, here's Tasha Makia and Big Dave. Hello. We're on, and we're back. We gotta get a theme song. We should have a competition for a theme song for Big Dave's Power Half Hour, Dave. That will be bold. People could literally write in and tell us what they like to hear. That would be lit. Because right, obviously so- my other ones, no one cared. No one got the damn cereal thing. Well, well somebody laughed about oatmeal. They were like, well, I was like, what the hell? That's a hot cereal. That's gross. Unbelievable. But we are officially back. Can we tell them where we've been or we're just going to keep that quiet too? We because on, we've been teasing something we for months. We were on a break. We were on a break. <laughs> we were on a break for marital Marital? Marital issues. What does that mean? That means we got married. Dave got married, guys. Look at how pink you turned. I definitely turned red because I'm very excited, very happy. You're like a little tomato ears. I finally married my person that I've been wanting to marry forever. He finally did it, guys. And he was like, he wasn't like secretive about it. He was just, you know, working up to the day of the wedding. He had just so much going on. His tux was like a little bit late, but he looked amazing. And Dre did Bruh, a sick job. You I mean, looked was, sharp. Dre, he, high he five, did a brother. Great job. Well, high Building elbow. by Andre, killed it. <laughs> And definitely, he deserves the shout out because I'm not easy to fit. No, but and you did that. it was literally perfect. I it mean, was, yeah. Perfect. So I'm so proud of you. Big shout out to him. And M looked absolutely, I mean, incredible. I Congratulations. Mean, I can literally say it enough. So before heading up to the mountains, that's where they wind up getting married in one of their special places. He brought his dog, Kai, out. Kai looked popping too. Did Drayden make his um, suit? No. So I ordered that. I was like, And Whoa. it was funny. So I ordered Kai's little tux yes. on Amazon. And it was Aww. funny, so I got the package, and mm-hmm. we, we left on Friday to get up there to get the rehearsal stuff done, Yeah, the boys and all of us, Yeah, and they sent me the package, and there was no suit in the package. No. And so I emailed the vendor that sent it to me, and I'm like, yo, bro, I said, you know, we have a little development. I got the package, but there's nothing in this, the package. It's empty. And he was like, oh my gosh, it, it happens so infrequently, but it does happen. Right. Resent it overnight, got it Thursday, Yeah. and I didn't even try it on him. So it was one of those things, I took a <laughs> Winging guess. Winging it. And so Kai is the one, he's my lab, he's the one that he's basically beautiful. gave M her wedding present Saturday morning. I had not seen Did she M. know he was coming she up to the no mountains? She had no clue. 
So the boys stopped at, at, at the house and picked Kai up about 30 minutes after we left. Yes. And big shout out to Ram and Chris. They went and got Kai and brought him up. So nobody knew. No. The only person that knew was M's sister. That's okay. it. So the, just just us. And yes. So they brought him up and we hid him in the hotel room with us because I stayed with the boys obviously the night yeah. before. And you So know, you didn't sneak peek at no, her or no, nothing? No, nothing, nothing. Oh, so it I'm was so just excited. first first time seeing her yeah. coming down with her father, which was absolutely amazing. Did and you cry, Dave? I actually did. And, and you know, I have no problem Aww. saying that because I'm very proud. I could not literally finish my she vows. She looked amazing. I, I couldn't. I, I was shocked that I, I literally wept like a, a girl. And it was okay. I was so happy. Yeah. And and she deserved that because she, I wanted her to understand how important and, and special it was. And how much you love her, and, yeah. and very much so. So Kai was not... He was not known to be there. Yes. So then the morning of Saturday when we when I gave her her present, um, her wedding present, yeah. Kai brought it to her. So oh the boys so we put his suit on and yes. it fit perfect. Thank God. And I will I will we'll put a picture of Kai on, on, Instagram. on the Instagram so yeah. people can see his little suit. He looked awesome. And Ram and Chris did an amazing job Great with him. Great job, you guys. Know, Ram, I mean, Ram and Kai are like inseparable. Buddies. And so Ram handled him, and M was like, "I want him in the wedding." And I didn't even know that I was because so when we did the rehearsal, Kai had brought Ram down to the where the venue was. Yeah, and I'm like, "Okay, like we're gonna have him with us." And she, he's like, "No, M wants him in the wedding." I'm like, "Okay, I've said Whatever he's got his wants. suit, he's ready to go." And I mean, it fit perfect, Perfectly. and he was so good. And Ram did an amazing job with him keeping him at bay. And he was just a little gentleman. He just sat he there. He looked and, amazing. So and, when Em yeah. saw him come up to her, Lost was she in bed? Lost her mind. Did no. She? So she answered the door okay. of the suite that they were in when they were getting ready. Yeah. And um, Chris and Ram had been there, and Ram, Kai was sitting in the door holding the present in his mouth <laughs> in his little suit, and they freaked out. So I was down the hall yeah. kind of hiding, yes. so I didn't see her, but I could hear everything. Yeah, so you and felt I, it. I knew that it was a home run, and but I did not expect My him boy. to be in the wedding. Woo! So we had thought about that like about two months prior to us, yeah. us going up there. Uh-huh. I'm like, I have an idea, and I talked to the boys. I'm like, you know, you guys have to be the ones to make this happen because yeah. obviously you're going to have to bring him up and then bring him back down because yeah. we didn't come back. And they're like, oh, 100%. They got it. So they did an amazing job. So we couldn't have done it without them. And and like I said, it went perfect. Perfectly. So, yeah. So, it was so we'll make sure we put a photo of Kai in his tux. He looks super sharp. He was super. behaving the whole time. Oh, my God. He did not oh move. God. He sat. I mean, he was probably better than the boys were. <laughs> I mean, his, 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 his demeanor and the way he listened was probably better than Ram and I. So, yeah. He, he, he was a shoe in. And, and, I mean, he made, he, he made the whole wedding. He made the whole he thing. He literally did. So we're going to make sure we put a picture of Kai up on our Instagram at Big Dave's Power Half Hour, okay? And speaking of our Instagram page, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. And like I I I can't thank everybody enough for all the support and love. Like, it was a big day and special. Of course. We're still, like, gleaming from it, which I hope is normal. You're glowing, brother. But, you know, so, yeah. I just can't wait to become an auntie. But he walked into the station today, and I was like, so how does it feel to be a married (laughs) man? He was like, great. I mean, no different. I mean, you know what I think is funny is that I think leading up to it, I was not nervous at all because everybody kept out. You're nervous. You're nervous. No, um, I was just more concerned about making sure everything went right. And I got to be very completely transparent on this. You know, with the COVID, you know, yeah. we were limited on what we could do. Yeah. But M's parents, you know, and and Kelsey and everybody just did an 
unbelievable job putting this together. I mean, yeah. M's mom was literally like the wedding coordinator. Yeah. And it's her birthday today, actually. Happy too. birthday. So shout out to Mama uh, Prasinski. And, and, you know, but the bottom line was, is mm-hmm. that... Without them, it would have went. And, See how family you know, comes through. Everything was yeah. perfect. I mean, they went above and beyond to make this happen. I mean, down to putting like sanitizers and little mugs Everywhere. to give out to everybody, and candles in the lamps in the rooms. And I mean, just the attention to detail was unbelievable. And that's an important piece. And like I said, you know, Laura's not a wedding planner. I mean, yeah. you know, she's a mom, but but that's Moms like, like you come in you and guys make it can happen make captain anything happen yes and she literally made this venue into like a fairyland and yeah. i mean it would not have gone the way it did without the family mm-hmm. and especially without laura doing what she did yeah so i cannot even remotely <laughs> thank her enough and dad enough and yes. and 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 the families yeah. and the boys too like they made that happen with Kai, which I know was so special to her. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing is I Big think kudos, I was more nervous everybody. to make sure that everything was perfect for her. Yeah. And you and, did it. And we did. And, and, you're and, and a I, man. Yeah, Look I at mean, you. it was perfect. The weather was perfect because the next day it snowed and it was dreary. Really? Cold. Yeah. So we literally had that Romantic. one day. So it was perfect. Good so, job. Yeah. I'm proud of you guys. So thank Congratulations. You for all the Congratulations, M. There's thank love you. in the air no matter what. And the COVID can't stop that. No, it can't. And that's <laughs> the thing is that you have to adapt. Nope. And you did. And I'm proud Just of you. Just like our new subject we got. Oh, boys. All right. So on our Instagram page at Big Dave's Power Half Hour, we got a message. And it says, hey, Big Dave and Tasha McKee. Well, they call me Tasha McKee. That's a whole nother conversation, okay? <laughs> but I still love you guys. You have a nickname. And you're always changing my name up. Like, listen. Anyway, it says, I've been listening to the podcast since the COVID started. And honestly, I'm trying to find ways to motivate myself to get into the gym. But due to my insecurities... I feel like I'll never get there. So, Big Dave, what do you say to someone who wants to get started but is too worried about being insecure in the gym as far as what others think, how to use machines, and even talk to a personal trainer confidently? How can I get my fitness journey going finally after four years? Four, four years. years. Okay, okay. Wow, then you re- there's really a situation It there. is, and I think that she's not alone because I can attest to it. Wow. You can attest to it. Yeah. Let me let me just say this real quick. A little, little story and background for me is, you know, yes, I'm a pro bodybuilder, blah, 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 trainer and all that. That aside, you know, I remember my first day in the gym. Oh, my and gosh. So I was in Omaha Athletic Club in Nebraska. Okay. That's where I went to school. And I moved from Nebraska to Colorado. Years and years ago, back when they had like buggies and horse and like lanterns. Are you being dramatic? I'm, I am. Damn it. Okay. So, so anyway, <laughs> I, I, my, 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 my friend got me into the gym with his father and I really enjoyed it and I was playing football, but I was very small. Yeah. Long story short, I had decided to go to the gym the following week by myself, and I had asked my parents, hey, could I get a membership? And my mom and dad were very, very supportive. Oh, yeah, they, that's my good. My dad went to, went to the gym with me because I was still young. So How I old were you about, you I think? think? I was 16. Okay. I was 16, so I could drive. Okay. But, you know, I wasn't able to get a membership on my own, so I had to have a parent, parent there. Parent So my father came with me and was like, I'm so supportive of this, you know, whatever we can do to help. Yeah. So he signed me up, got me the membership. So I left, and then I went back the next day by myself, mm-hmm. and I was dressed a certain way that I thought was right, you know, and, and this and that. And I lifted in the gym with the guys with football, but never had I gone up, like, by myself right. to the actual gym. Yeah. So I went there. I was I decided to do legs, which my legs were the size of toothpicks at that time. Aww. And I got in the squat rack, didn't warm up, didn't do anything. I got in the rack. Oh I put plates on, so 45s on each side. So 135, which is not much, but still, it was a lot for me because I'd never done this before. That was damn near your weight. I got in the rack 
I unhooked it from the rack. Oh my god! I fell backwards. No, my first rep, the the weight fell off my back and landed on the rack and made this god awful sound. Ugh. The whole it was like four o'clock in the afternoon, so the gym was crowded. Prime so time. Everybody stopped and watched my rack. I turned around and I walked right out the door. And I didn't go back for like 10 days. What? I was so embarrassed. Oh, no. And like literally, like I was just utterly in shock that I did that. And I was like, uh-uh, I'm not going back. And my mom and dad were like, it's okay, it happens, and this and that. So it happens to all of us. So, okay. It really does. So the biggest thing is, is the insecurity aspect of going, look, you're not alone, especially with everything going on at this point in time. Right. The biggest thing is doing you, and we we speak about that a lot on, on our podcast because yeah, you gotta do we you. really want to enforce that. Yeah. Is you got to do you and not worry about what everybody thinks. And that is a hell of a lot easier said than done. It is. And, That's true. and even for us, I mean, to this day of course i still compare myself to certain other we athletes all, that i we all have against. that yeah. you know radio podcast mm-hmm. i mean i know we're up there with oprah pretty close but i mean hey i mean hey you know we're getting there <laughs> joe rogan ain't got nothing on our podcast but in all seriousness you know you're not alone and right. it's a very very um important subject because more people do feel that way but just don't want to say anything because then people make fun of them or people are like oh come on it's a gym what difference does it make it does make a difference. Yeah. And, and I think the biggest thing is is you have to go in at your pace and you have right. to do what you want to do. And you can't really focus on the social media aspect. You can't focus on what other people are doing. You have to go in with yeah. the attitude of, I'm doing this for a particular reason. Mm-hmm. And you have to take it in little steps. And I think that's the biggest thing is people try and take it too much in one lump chunk as yeah. opposed to just saying today I'm going to go and I'm going to ride the bike. Right. And then I'm going to do a couple a little bit a couple sets of weights if I feel comfortable. Right. Start or off maybe small. some machines. Right. Right. And then go. Get yeah. out. And then, and then the next day, I'm going to spend a little bit more time there. Yeah. And you know, then they may get familiar so one of her questions was, you know, how do I talk to a trainer that I feel confident. That could be a little And that is intimidating too. because some of the trainers, being female or male, yeah. can be in a certain physique or they're intimidating. Mm-hmm. And they're not trying to be. That's just their physique and that's why they're trainers. Well, there's some good trainers. And there's, there's some, some bad trainers. There's a lot of great trainers. Right. But and there's then some I think bad the trainers. bad trainers who make you feel like crap yes. are the ones who make you feel like, damn, maybe this is not for me. And, and that's what's interesting because a lot of trainers mm-hmm. that are in the position that shouldn't be trainers do mm-hmm. it because... They've had insecurities, and now they can yell at people, and they can put, you know, kind of the the tongue lashing on the client because that's the way they try to demean them. Yeah, they almost intimidate them and demean them. So you really want to find and talk to different people in the gym. But then it goes into your next point that you brought up: how do you converse with people in the gym? A lot of people anymore are kind of going in the gym with their ear pods on or headphones on. They look like some of them have coconuts on their head, right? You know, and And their masks on. And they kind of don't want to be bothered. Yeah. And and it's not because they're rude or they're disrespectful. They're it's just they're in their zone. Right. And you can attest to that. Yeah. And a lot of our listeners can attest to that. I can attest to that. Right. And the problem I had when I started was, you know, when I started doing a lot of training and kind mm-hmm. of getting bigger and more popular, I had to lose that attitude because that everyone was a prospective client. Yeah. So when you're That's true. when you have this kind of disrespectful attitude or this chip on your shoulder when you go in the gym, yeah. people don't can't they can't relate to the sense of this is your job so it's my job to work out Mm -hmm. but it's also my job to be um approachable and to be open and And to be able to talk to people yeah and i had to go through some some really interesting phases with that because when i went in the gym i had that animalistic 
I'm here to train, and if someone talks to me, yeah. F off. Yeah. And I, I did that for a long time. So what was the breaking point for you? What, the breaking what point did was basically stop being an asshole. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't be that way, because everybody here could be a prospective client. And they need some and help, And you have yeah. to be open, and yeah. you have to be able to be approachable. That's real. And I think that that really stems, and that's something M has helped me with tremendously, is mm-hmm. that... You know, you don't want to be so intimidating that people can't approach you, but yet you still have a job to do, so people need to respect that too. Yeah. And so where's that fine line, that balance? Exactly. And I think that's one thing I've learned yeah. and a lot of other trainers are learning because, yes, I understand you want to have that that drive and that that hunger and that passion when you're in the gym. That's one thing, But yeah. as a trainer, if this is what you do as a living, for a living, you have to be able to also stop and say, hey, you know what? How can I help you? What what can I answer? Mm-hmm. But people also have to respect the fact that that's your time too. So there is that balance. So it's a, it's a it weird is. Thing. It's hard. It's and hard. You, and I don't know. I think for me, when I first started going to the gym, I was like, "Am I dressing right? Am I? You know, are these the right people?" I started are people looking at me and clowning people. me. Yeah, and, yeah. and I would feel, and I was like, "You know what, girl? Everybody's here trying to burn the right, damn fat off, just right, like you. Right. Just go in there, and while you're in there, take a picture of this machine and Google how people do it and their yes. proper posture and stuff like that." But I think, I think for me. I don't know. I just have this thing within me of myself, and I'm sure a lot of people have it too. I kind of started feeling people out. Okay, I always see this humongous dude here. One day, I'll, I plan to work with him, and I wind up di- doing that with a and lot of people. And believe it or not, those are the people that are the nicest and they people are. in the world. We're they not. Look like they'll bite yeah, your we're head not going to bite your head off. But but unfortunately, <laughs> there is that small percentage and they have that the gives us a hearts. bad stigma. And yeah. most of us are big teddy bears, mm-hmm. and you know, most of those people whether they're a trainer or not, are the first to help you, help you with form, adjust a piece of machinery. And and that's the thing. So don't ever judge a book by its cover. It's I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. Because I can attest to that. Yeah. And 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 you know. So to answer your question, don't worry about what you wear. Wear something that's comfortable for you in the gym. Don't be intimidated by other girls or guys. And I think that girls and guys both get that intimidated factor. Like if you I see a guy so that has a cut off shirt and he's got good arms and good shoulders, you're like, well, I'm gonna wear a t shirt because I don't look like that. Don't worry about it. Don't he worry about started them. somewhere too. Exactly. And she started somewhere too. I think I think a lot of people like I remember going to the gym, I would over layer myself because I'm like, okay, I need to breathe. Then I realize I'm sweating my ass off and it's like right. out of control. But I think I, I don't know if it's guys. Guys go through this, obviously. What's funny is, is I still cover up at the gym. Like you've known me many years now. I don't know how. He's and, huge. And I huge. always wear short, uh, long pants. It could be 100 degrees. I'll wear sweats and a sweatshirt. I like to be covered. And a lot of the boys I train with are the same way. Yeah. They have amazing physiques. Yeah. Most of them compete. Some of them are pro. And they still cover up. And then you'll see guys or girls that are in the skimpiest of outfits and they're walking around with a little bit of a chip because they're very proud, which is fine. And I get that. But there's a time and a place for that. I just feel there's like a time and a place. fitness is, and I think at some point, I mean, once I became a trainer myself, I started realizing it's not just about, yeah, you work hard for this, so mm, um, that's me. I'm going to show but it off. But you're also, your physical fitness part it has to do with the mental. Yes. Do you think at times when you're working with new clients who are feeling insecure and a little bit intimidated about the gym, you kind of feel a bit counselor-ish? Oh, I do, 100%. I wish I could drag a couch behind me. Because then I could charge like three times my rates, and I would be a psychologist and relationship counselor and trainer. And it's funny because there are some clients that I have, Mm -hmm. and there are clients I work with currently and or in the past that are great acquaintances and friends to this day, part of the family, like we always say, that a lot of them would come to work out 
but a lot of them just came to just talk and to be vent. heard. And they would get a great workout, yeah. and they could probably work out harder if they focused, right. but they just wanted to get somebody's opinion on everyday life. To be heard. And and to be heard. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And, you know, as long as you can get your work Especially done right and stuff now, like that. Especially right now, bro. Especially right now. Yeah. And it goes into the whole thing of, like, you know, wearing your mask in the gym and being yeah. very proactive and not, not you know, falling for the, the, the trend of, you know, pulling it down and putting it up, pulling it down. No. Because, again, we have to be protective of everyone, of not everyone. just ourselves, and yeah. respect everyone's, mm-hmm. you know, guidance and, 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 and separation. And, you know, the biggest thing is, is honestly, try not to focus on the social media because I feel like our industry is dictated a lot by what's posted by some of our iconic guys that are on there. Yep. And so many girls and so many guys try to follow suit of that. Mm-hmm. Let me be the first to tell people this, and this is the truth, and I'm going to be completely transparent. Mm-hmm. Some of my colleagues may not like it, and I really don't give a damn. But that's what we love you. I own it, and this is the fact. Yeah. Don't think that the diets that are posted by a lot of these fitness professionals like myself, yep. and or men and women that are in the industry, yeah. that's what they're doing. Because let me tell you something, a lot of these people do live that lifestyle, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of them that don't, and they'll just put stuff out there because that's what people want to see. It's bait. And the problem is, is they don't live that lifestyle, because let me be honest with you, and I can always speak for myself, Right. there's no way I can maintain the size I am and mm-hmm. do what I do from mm-hmm. a professional level eating rice and chicken and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Number one, I hate vegetables. I, and number two, them. there's a certain amount of rice and chicken I can only eat to get the caloric intake that I need yeah. to maintain the size I am. Yeah. So that being said, I'm only talking about my physique For you, and what I'm But doing. I love yes. that you do that. But my point is, is that I tell my clients, right. I will go to McDonald's and eat 3,000 calories. But this is what Big I tell, does. Right, this is what I do. Now right. granted, I don't practice what I preach because mm-hmm. for me right now, mm-hmm. it's not what I'm trying to do. But with you've my been doing body. it since you were 16. Right. So the problem that I have with a lot of your social influencers that a lot of these people unfortunately follow Come is on. they will literally follow what yes. they're saying to a T. Yeah. And when it doesn't work for them, they get discouraged and they say, Well, the hell with this. I'm going back to what I did before, which to be perfectly honest with you, would probably be better because it's not suited for you Mm -hmm. it's just thrown out there because that's what people want to see so don't get caught up in that mess no focus on you get with a trainer or get with someone that really can help you particularly you right and design a diet and a workout program and a cardio program that's specifically set for you what if you have a bad knee what if you have a bad shoulder you know these these things that you see on youtube with the bro codes and all that stuff and bro science those are just thrown out there to get you to follow views. But then when you tear a peck because you're trying to do what they're doing, they're not there just, to help you. No. They're going to continue to do what they do. And so now you, you're hurt. You really have to focus on what's best for you yeah. and don't worry about what everybody else. It's great reference mm-hmm. and and I will I will go to the grave for that. Use it as reference. Yeah. Maybe incorporate it as you get going and say, "Hey, I'm yeah, going to try something a little a bit minute. more advanced." Yeah. But if you're if you're new to the gym and you're intimidated and ongoing, just get in there, mm-hmm. put your foot in the door, mm-hmm. and and get in there and, and and walk around, stretch out, take some pictures of the machine. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Exactly. Don't worry about what other people are saying. Yeah, but that is very hard, and and, yeah. and I and I can relate it to is, that. But if I you want to be smart and you want to be safe, what I did this go around when I started all over again, I've been super consistent this whole year. Is I take pictures of something, and if I'm not sure, I know Dave is busy. He's got a lot of things going on. I stalk him any day. Right. Believe me. And I'm but always here for everyone. I gotta. 
to get to a point where I could rely on myself. So, hey, what is this machine for? How's the proper posture? Right, right. Dave, what do you think? How many of these? I Once you start looking up things and learning things on your own instead of depending upon what somebody else is doing that they've been doing for 30 years, you're going to grow confidence. And, and you that's really the, are. That's the thing. If you can literally look at a machine yeah. and feel comfortable on the machine, your form is good and yeah. you're comfortable on it, that's a huge goal. Oh, yeah. You did I mean, something you did amazing. Something. And yes. so almost like we talked about before, instead of going in and saying, okay, I'm going to do an hour workout and yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what so-and-so said on their their social media page or what I read in like a fit or something like that, you know, focus on saying, okay, I'm going to try two machines and do a little cardio today. Yep. Then tomorrow I'm going to add those two machines and add another one. That's what I did, I swear. And and, and once you start doing that, you'll notice that your workout goes from 20 minutes to 45 minutes. Yeah, and then suddenly you're you're like, damn, okay, I'm starting to really see and feel. And that's confidence. And that is confidence. And And that's the mental aspect that starts to kick in. Don't worry about what the scale says. Don't worry about what anybody's telling you. Yes. Focus on what you're doing. What works for you. And don't divert. Yeah. Really go in with tunnel vision to a degree. Yeah. Be that person that puts their headphones on and says, you know what? I did two machines on Monday. On Tuesday, I'm going to do three machines, and I'm going to try something completely different that I've never done. Start out small. And if you feel something weird, and if it doesn't feel right, stop. Stop. Don't be embarrassed to ask someone. Yeah. Okay, and if a trainer's rude or disrespectful to you, the first damn thing you better do is go to their boss and be like, you know what? Here's the deal. I asked and approached one of your trainers for yes. help. Yes. They were rude, they were disrespectful, and you know what? To be honest with you, don't put up with it. Because no. let me tell you, any management that lets a trainer act that way right. towards someone new that's not comfortable in the gym needs to be fired immediately. And you know what it is? It's already, you're already having those thoughts about, oh my gosh, should I do this? I'm a little nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm apprehensive. So for somebody to treat you like that as you're trying to get your goals on, you put your foot down. And that's right there helping that's that right. insecurity and, and, if and that all that And if that trainer is rude move. or disrespectful, then they're not there to help you. No. And they're, they're completely opposite of what their and job is to do. And don't let them slow you down yeah, or make you no, stay home. You, you gotta just keep going. So, yeah, don't be intimidated over no, that. No, at all. No. Now let me just back up because when we first started this, you said you dropped the weights, you walked the damn gym <laughs> and you were gone for 10 days. Yeah. Now for somebody that, that could have been me, what did it for you that brought you back? How did you, what did you say to yourself well, after mentally? I got over what the embarrassment. But 10 you know, days, okay, so how did you get through that? How the, did you walk yourself the back The biggest in thing was the support system I had. Yeah. You know, and, and some people don't have that. Right. And and I can understand that because there was a time for a while I didn't have that. Right. So I think that it was more of my own personal yeah. uh, kind of Like demons. I really want Like, this. okay, I need to go yeah. and I need to not try and be, you know, King Kong here, which my little ass at the time. I mean, he's King Kong now. You know, but... Well, no, but you know, um, the biggest thing was is just getting that confidence in my head, saying, you know what? Yeah, you did it. You, you look stupid, oh, well, yeah. but that's the way it is. And you know, if people see you in the gym, I'm back. I came back, and that's and, them. And that's when the they biggest see that, thing. They're gonna be like, bro, you came back. But I kind of had to have a conversation with myself, and I'm one of those people that can self motivate myself, and mm-hmm. I know it's very difficult to do, mm-hmm. and that's not easy. And 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 there are certain things I want to talk on in future shows about yeah. how to self motivate yourself. That's important. How to kind of get yourself in that zone that no one can affect that. That's kind of like that zen yeah. zen mode. That's a humble and that's feeling, something though. we can discuss. On a, oh, on a later show yeah. for sure because I think a lot of people would love to hear oh, yeah. how do you do that breathing techniques and certain certain um like your like your like your thing that you do your your uh the the Tasha Makia the the little blurb that you do every day oh, I daily love your daily KS. dose I love you that oh, is one of the you. coolest things everybody <laughs> listen to daily dose because I tell you what you'll be driving or you'll be stuck you'll be doing something and you hear it 
and you'll stop and listen. Oh, and you're like, damn, like, okay. And literally, <laughs> there's certain ones I'm like, oh, oh, wow. Like, that stopped me in my track. And and <laughs> so, literally, it's little things like that that kind of get your mind in a, in a zone. Yeah. And you, Makes you, you have to be the one to focus and push yourself through it. So, honestly, yeah, we'll bottom line was, I literally got myself back in. My mom and dad were so, my dad's like, look, it happens to everybody. Yeah. You do that, you know, get back in there. And and if someone says something, yeah, own it. And and that's I, I dropped think- it. I fell down. I look like an idiot. So you know, but, but after you that, you felt like when you didn't look like. Oh, when I you looked felt. stupid. I looked <laughs> dumb. Okay, let's be. I looked like an idiot. I wore stupid clothes. But but that's was my understanding. That was for that was just you're me. the way you were viewing right, yourself. 100%. Do you think it bothered you that much because you wanted it that bad? Like the person that's listening right now that wants to get in the gym, that's a goal. That's a, I want to be in this place. I want to live this yeah, lifestyle. Do you think it coming. bothered you yeah. so deep because it was something you wanted so bad? I think I was just so embarrassed mm-hmm. and, and I think we all go through that. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, to this day, being older now, um, like if you fall down you or you it. like you trip. Yeah. I laugh at myself now. Now, granted, if I fall down, I'm gonna bust my ass because it's a big fat guy falling down. You're not. So it takes a little longer for me You're to get ridiculous. up. And you know, if I bust my hip, like I'm gonna be like in a in a wheelchair or something like that. We cannot but, have that. Okay? But real talk, like yeah. you have to laugh at yourself. You do. And you know, you have to be able to look yourself in that mirror or on your phone because so many people look on their phone. Look at that yeah. reflective surface and say, you know what? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Exactly. You know what? There's bigger things to worry about at this day and age right now yeah. than. If you if you look embarrassed at the gym, mm-hmm. and and you know for anyone to call you out in the gym, that's they're a piece of garbage. Wipe. They're an asshole. And wipe. you know what? Own that. Yeah. Own it. Say so you know yeah. what? I appreciate your words, but go f yourself. But you know what? Okay? I, look, I look at it like you're testing me to see yeah. if I really want to be here. Yeah. And in life, whenever somebody tests me or try to be negative for me, this is my mindset because I wasn't always like see, this. Here comes the daily dose. I feel like here comes the daily dose. Everybody get ready. Here it comes. I just feel like when somebody's negative or gives me that side, side horrible energy, I'm like, oh, you're trying to test me to see how bad I really want this. Well, let me show you how I'm going to keep this. I'm going to keep going whether you like it or not. Then one day, you're going to come back to me and ask me how. Yeah, because you you will literally over-exceed what they've done. And I think that's the biggest thing, too, is that don't let anybody steal your thunder. There you go. And I think the biggest thing is, is that if you fall down, you look stupid, you don't know how a machine works, look. Who cares? Everyone's gone through it. And even Bro. all these little people that you're following on social media, they started somewhere too. I didn't <laughs> drop weights, but I passed gas in the gym yeah, where I felt like a, leg, a green bubble press. sat around On me. the leg press. <laughs> yes. Yep, you get that booty actually, up. Yep. I was laying down <laughs> yes. and doing this Yep. One. Line leg curl. And I was like, <laughs> I said, okay, yep. guess what? We're going home. Yeah. And I didn't want to go back for right. three days, but I came back with my gassy self. Because it was still lingering. And we got, you know what? I can't stand you. <laughs> but we got it popping. And I love how you said that, man. Just don't think about nobody no. else. Just think about yourself. And, and to answer your immediate, honest question is... Just do what you feel is best for you. Stop worrying about what your husband, your girlfriend, your wife, your, or your others. anybody else says. Yeah. And if a family member is like, well, why are you doing that stupid? Most of the time, your friends or family that are knocking you are really, really intimidated by you and yes. jealous of you. Because yes. guess what? They've wanted to do it and you're actually doing it. So they're going to be haters on you. And you they know don't what? have enough fire. Use that as your fuel. That's right. And use that as your fuel. And and like I said, with the new year coming up, we're all ready for the new year. That's oh, for yeah. damn sure. <laughs> I love how people say, well, the new year, the COVID is just going to go away on the new year. Listen, okay? we're working Bottom through line, it. Bottom line, we're going to get through it. 
And let me tell you, your physical activity and your mental activity is going to get you through it more so than anything. So stay focused in the gym, wear Mm -hmm. your damn mask, bring your wipies, clean everything off. Don't be that person that gets up from the machine and just doesn't wipe it down because that's going to get you yelled at and you deserve to be yelled at. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm going to yell at you if that's the case because, like I said, I don't want to be putting my hands on some weird ass gross machine. No. So, but stay focused. Hopefully, we answered your question. You got this. Thank you, Laura. We appreciate your message. We'll be back next week with another edition of Big Days Forever. See, I should make that into a jingle. That would be good. And I could try and beatbox over here, but I'd sound like I was dying of something. Okay, we're done. Follow Big Dave's Power Half Hour on social media at Big Dave's Power Half Hour. Join us next week for another episode dedicated to getting you healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. It's Big Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted by Tasha Makia. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.